Hey, what is up everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical. And this is your Monday show, the wrestling show. Programming note, Wednesday. First of all, I appreciate all the feedback I've gotten from the We Need to Talk About Cosby episode. It was definitely something different um, for this type of show. Um, but, you know, Wednesday shows about pop culture and things that I find interesting. And... Um, I don't know, I just felt compelled to talk about it, like I said, and uh, I'm glad the feedback is positive for the content we had that was not that positive, so, anyways, this Wednesday, we have Nico, the one and only Nico, the homie of the show, returning, talk about the Batman review, his review, also, we talk about the Miss Marvel trailer and our expectations for Moon Knight. Also, I will give you another programming note, Wednesday's show, March 30th, will come out later, than usual because I was going to come up with something else to put there. I was going to start the Blacklist series that people have been asking for. And I literally promise you guys, I just recorded episode six of that and I have two more episodes to go, but I, there's something going on in, in August. I will hold uh, that news for a good while. I'll announce it in June. I think, I, th- I think that's when you're going to get the entire month is going to be that of the Blacklist. But I decided to wait and hold on until I wake up that day because I completely forgot about it until me and Nico was recording the show last week. But March 30th is the debut of episode one of Moon Knight. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wake up that morning. I'm going to watch Moon Knight. I will record my review then and it will be out later. So just know, so you know, programming note, March 30th will be out later than usual because I will do the Moon Knight review episode one that day, the following week, the first week of April, will then be Morbius review. So uh, just to give you guys that rundown and how we want to do things, how we're going to do things the next couple of weeks. So let's get right into it. With some, We're going to start with WWE today. Queen Charmel, Charmel Booker T's wife, the woman who, in my opinion, made the King Booker gimmick um, even more ridiculous, but great was or is being inducted by her husband, the one and only Booker T into the WWE Hall of Fame. I, I, um, I don't think I think this will be the first year. I have no proof of this, by the way, but I think this will be the first year we will have two women be inducted for two different parts. Like we obviously had the Bella Twins, but they they're a bare package. I do believe Michelle McCool will get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, but this one's cool to have a husband and wife. I think the first isn't this the first husband and wife to be in the WWE Hall of Fame? And Booker T's a two-time Hall of Famer already with the Harlem Heat, so um, congratulations to her um, and and everything. Many blessings to them. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, supposedly the Steiners. I've read this for report for a while now. But supposedly WWE wants to induct the Steiner brothers. Obviously, Braun Breaker being the son of Rick Steiner. They want to induct the Steiners. Scott has gone on record of <laughs> um, never. He hates WWE. We know that. We know things he said. But they still want to induct him and his brother. Um, apparently, if Scott uh, decides to not join the Hall of Fame, they will just induct Rick Steiner, which would be absolutely ridiculous. The... <laughs> No disrespect to Rick Steiner. I love the Steiner brothers growing up. Scott has the Hall of Fame singles career. Rick has a tag team Hall of Fame career. 
obviously there's no um rules or like like there's no there's no 80% vote to get in it just depends on who Vince McMahon wants in but Rick needs to go on with Scott period bottom line but I, uh, Scott has been very vocal about his hate for Triple H and WWE for a very long time so I, so I I'll believe it when I see it maybe Rick can convince his brother to be nice and to um help his his nephew out and just because Braun Breaker could be there for a very long time. And I just think it'll be a nice gesture on Scott's part. But if he doesn't, I don't blame him. Speaking of Hall of Fame, Aaron Taker just revealed that he he he, <laughs> he denied a Hall of Fame bid in 2015. Because he said he felt like he had unfinished business. This shows you, like, Honky Tonk Man's been I would love to have Honky Tonk Man on the show one time. I would love to. Um... Believe it or not, I I don't want this to be an interview show. I did that. It was a freaking headache. Um, the, the times when I've done interviews now have not been headaches. It's been such a joy. And being able to get De, De La Renta and Godfather on have been fun, right? But I do, there's certain people who I do want to interview because I want to ask those kind of questions too. I was surprised when I turned it down. But, like, Hong Tong Man's been on a record saying he's turned down a number of times. And I believe it. He's a Hall of Famer now. But um, it's just one of those situations where it's just kind of like, you know, dude, like, that surprised me. But say he had unfinished business and, you know, he's going in. And honestly, this year's Hall of Fame, if it's, if one of you guys know, but it's most of these Hall of Fame inductees are going in digitally. So they may have like a two, three minute speech. I think Artic is the only one that's gonna get a real speech. So just so you guys get a heads up. Roxy, the former ROH women's champion, has signed with WWE. She's a part of the new class. If you look at um the, the pictures on WWE.com, she's up there with a few other people. Candace LeRae's contract is up in the spring. As of right now, it has not been frozen or or um extended and i don't think i think when i read this report my first as i'm reading my first question was can you freeze a person's maternity leave i don't think you can you can freeze it probably for injury but i don't know if you could freeze now if it's in a contract it's in a contract i guess but and once again we know the independent contractor laws in this country are a joke but i don't think i've ever heard someone's contract being frozen for being pregnant not many people actually get pregnant you know but becky lynch has been pregnant but she signed also signed a new deal um and she wants to be with the company cancel ray i doubt she stays with the company um but yeah i, I doubt we see her much longer and i just don't think she's gonna want to be it seems like those two are a duo together and they want to travel together and be around the world together and so that's that's what I believe is going to happen. WWE files a motion to dismiss the MLW's lawsuit, citing, listen to this, they're citing the success of, AW, of AEW, saying that, well, AEW has tons of success. And what's MLW's problem? I like Jeremy, Jeremy David has been noted before as a genius. That's why this guy's a millionaire 85 times over. Who knows how rich he is? But, whoa, oh boy. They they're, they are using the... T- These guys are not competition, but yet they're successful. Um, that's fucking hilarious when I read that. I just said, well, at least MLW tried. 
look here, dude. I'm not saying they're gonna this is gonna get dismissed. A lot of people think it may not. It may it may get a little chunk change out of this MLW that can help them uh explode not explode. Uh yeah, explode more with fight TV and do some better production things, but man, that is just that hurts. The many months, maybe even a year, rumored WWE UK pay-per-view will be September 3rd at Principality Stadium. It'll be the same weekend as All Out. That is, um, I'm sure, well, first of all, this should be, this is probably going to be a tape show because the London time change. Well, I guess with Peacock, it doesn't have to be a tape show, you know, but I don't know how many people will be up watching it because it will be, what, nighttime here in the States. But like morning night, like morning time, like two, three in the morning. So yeah, I don't know how many people would actually be at watching. I think the only time I was actually up watching wrestling when they had what was that? Was that was that Beast in the East one where Kofi got squat? Well, all the entire New Day, foreshadowing that was, um, got squashed by Brock Lesnar. But I think I was just up because I just don't sleep well. I didn't actually stay up for that show. I think it was an hour show or whatever. But um, yeah, um, that's interesting timing. But I don't think it's going to affect the all-out pay-per-view. Because with Peacock, you're only paying $9.99 a month. So it's like, I can't even think of the last time I saw the W. What, what was the last time I watched the W Net- Network was, uh, I think it was for the Saudi show. Uh, yeah, I've had just haven't I've been busy. I haven't had a chance to watch it. But I don't think that's going to affect all-out numbers at all. And I guess the top story... Um, but I'm just choosing to get to it now because I'm me. Cody Rhodes has apparently re-signed with WWE, according to PW Insider. Apparently, he re-signed 14 days ago. Will be Seth Rollins' opponent at WrestleMania. And um, look here, if this is going to make Cody happy, I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite here and say anything less, but I am disappointed. Um, I'm, I don't know if we're ever going to get that shoot interview that we want about AEW. Because there's no one that has the podcast. And WWE will pretty much put a gag order on him. Unless he's um, freaking... I don't see him having much freedom <laughs> that he's had. Um, but, yeah, I'm disappointed. And not because WWE. You know, I don't care, dude. If he's happy, I'm happy. However, I feel like... He, he may feel like he has unfinished business, too. So, you know, hopefully... this is He's going to win his match against Seth Rollins. Hopefully... He gets much success and what he wants out of this time. And hopefully he signs three years or hopefully not five years. And he becomes a world champion. And he does everything he wants to do that he could not do. So that's the top story. And that's all I have to say about it because I just I just don't care. I'm, so, I'm disappointed. But, you know, he's doing what he maybe feels he needs to do. Um, it was rumored two months ago that Brandy wasn't going with him. Um, so... Surprisingly enough, that's all I have to say about it. I just don't don't care. I'm just disappointed, unfortunately. Raw, Damian Priest pins Finn Balor. Uh, so tick for tat. You know, even even Stephen Booking. But obviously, this has to be. This is not. This match has not been announced for Mania, from what I've seen. This match, I'm assuming this will be because Austin Theory's been in and out of this match, and it's clear he's going to be thrown into the U.S. title picture. He's going to be the one to beat Finn Balor for that United States Championship after WrestleMania. But I'm assuming this is the rematch. Finn Balor defending the U.S. title at against, excuse me, Damian Priest. And believe it or not, this will be Finn Balor's in, in the mid-card match. Like he's been in intercontinental title matches, won the intercontinental title at 
uh, WrestleMania a few years ago against Bobby Lashley. Now he'll be defending the title, so good for both of them. Uh, Bianca Belair pins do drop, gets laid out by Becky Lynch in the process of it. Matt Riddle, on behalf of RK Bro, accept the Street Profits Challenge. If you remember a few weeks ago when Randy Orton got hurt, they weren't supposed to, the Street Profits were not supposed to actually win that match. What ended up happening was because they got the pinfall, it didn't make a, a hole in the logic. And now we get this match at WrestleMania. Randy Orton did not look too happy that Matt Riddle accepted the challenge on the on behalf of both parties. But that's the match we have. RK Bro versus Street Profits. I, I, what else were you going to do with these guys? You clearly changed directions when you gave them the tag team titles back. So it wasn't going to be those two versus each other. So I'm, I'm imagining these two will fight down the road. Maybe SummerSlam. F even then. And the dumbest thing I saw was that Seth Rollins has no person. Even though he gave a bunch of innuendo to Cody Rose matches. And he literally said to Kevin Owens, I will fight you to interview Steve Austin at WrestleMania. So they had a match that Kevin Owens won to remain the person to interview. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. Steve Austin. The buildup to WrestleManias in Dallas has been fucking awful. At least with the previous WrestleMania, which was, I think, WrestleMania 32. At least with the previous ones, the previous one, excuse me, they were injury riddled. But sweet Jesus, I'm sorry, this is just not the place to have WrestleManias. Both times, these manias have had terrible buildups, and I just get the feeling this is going to be a terrible WrestleMania. The only thing for, I remember from WrestleMania in Dallas, and I don't even remember if this was in Dallas, I think it was, was this was, I believe that was the night that Zack Ryder surprisingly won the Intercontinental Championship and he celebrated with his dad. But, dude, this has been a terrible, I can officially say it now, one of the worst WrestleMania builds of all time. So, there you go, I had to say it. NXT, Dolph Ziggler defeats LA Knight to retain the NXT title. It's clear that this is just, they, they just need him to defend it and build it up. And Dolph will give Braun Breaker a hell of a match. And Braun Breaker will have the bragging rights of saying, hey, I'm on the main roster. I'm a new guy. However, I've defeated a former world champion on the main roster because it's all connected now. We have the MCU or the WWE. CU, whatever you want to call it about. I'm just, whatever. SmackDown. Natty and Shayna officially added to the tag team title match as it has been reported for weeks now. So they will join Sasha Banks, Naomi, Queen Zelina, Carmella, the women's tag team championships, and another team in a four-way match. Ronda Rousey got laid out again. Her lip was bleeding. It was a pretty bad, bad visual, but... This was a, this was just a good way to we all know how this ends at WrestleMania with Charlotte Flair tapping out and Ronda Rousey regaining the women's championship that she did lose. She was pinned by Becky Lynch, so let's not say let's, let's not make it seem like she didn't lose a triple threat match herself because she definitely lost it herself. Brock Lesnar, first of all, and one of the funniest things I've seen in my life, you have Roman the bloodline out with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's telling Roman that, well, Brock just landed and he's on his way to the the, uh, to the, the arena, and <laughs> Roman says, "I know what else." Paul says, "What, what we got? Where we got out?" Roman says, "I know what I'm gonna do. You're gonna finish up here." And they all leave. They chunk the deuces, and Paul Heyman's like, "Wait for me!" And they all get in the car, and then Brock ends up like, 
I think he had like uh, what was what's, what was holding it? it was some type of uh, uh, something holding it? The car. And they finally get something. He he breaks the door off, and then they take the bloodline takes off, and um, you can tell Brock is he, and Brock said he was having fun. You know, Brock said he considered himself retired in, after 2020, um, and obviously like, they coax him out of retirement, which is interesting. He thought he was retired after the Drew McIntyre match. That's fascinating there, um, but uh, yeah, dude, like. You could tell he's a, he's genuinely having fun, you know. I still think Reigns has to win this match and unify the titles, um, but I just which is which would be part. Wouldn't this be the shortest World Heavyweight Championship unification or, or shortest unifi- or shortest time with a title to be unified? The Universal, the Universal Championship was only established in 2016. That's only six years with this title, and I'm, I'm assuming they bring back the big gold belt. Um, but this will, be, this will be one of the shorter runs with the world title and his lineage. You know, not many people have held this title. Finn is the first ever Universal Champion. Owens had the belt. Goldberg had the belt. Bray had the belt. Brock had the belt. Rollins had the belt. Reigns had the belt. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I don't. This is one of the shorter runs with the world title, so that's very interesting. Um, so that's that's just what it is. And um, let's move forward. Uh, AEW Rampage. Um, just to connect these two, there's a segment on Dynamite where Ricky Starks sa- says that Rampage is his show. I love how, I do love how they've continued. Because if you watch Dark, which I have not had a chance to watch many Dark matches, but are, but they start storylines on Dark sometimes. Like the, 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 the eventual breakup of SCU was started on Dark. I love how they have their own storylines on Rampage that that make you want to watch. Like if you want to see more of Ricky Starts, you should watch Rampage. And so Keith Lee said, I'll still be there. So on Rampage, uh, Keith Lee ended up winning his match and he ended up getting jumped by Hobbs and Ricky Starks and um, the acclaimed. Out comes Swerve. Out comes Swerve Scott. And holy crap. Think about this tag team match. Keith Lee, Swerve Scott versus Ricky Starks and, and Hobbs. That is going to be a fun match speaking of swerve it's funny that i don't very i don't really i very rarely buy uh basic action figures right those collectors know what it is if you don't know what a basic figure is it's the, the figures that are just as it says basic you don't have any real movement in the joints the likeness may be good or even great sometimes but it's legit a ten dollar um Pro, uh, so problem solver is what I call it. It's for people who can't afford maybe twelve more dollars, and it's like, hey, this is what you're getting. It's a figure, whatever. So before he left, Swerve Scott had uh, a WWE figure coming out that was just a basic figure. It wasn't a um, elite, and so I had to look up to <laughs> look to my left to remember the name. And I remember I was in the store, I saw it, and I text Jonathan Esther, I think it was, and I was like, man. I, I really want a Swerve Scott action figure, but no, it's a basic figure. And he said, well, it'd be kind of like a novelty thing. And I said, you know what? Yeah, it makes it just support it, you know? Um, I'm probably never going to open it. Like, most of my figures will be open soon when I uh, make my announcement I'm going to make. But um, I was like, man, that's, it would just be cool to have one in the collection. Because even though I saw the Fan Fest stuff from Revolution... We are getting a Brian Danielson figure. We are getting this figure, that figure. There's still some. They're still doing some rehashes of Warlow and everything. And, um, and honestly, after seeing Wave Nine of Unrivaled, 
I'm highly underwhelmed. I still feel I still feel like that's the first um, uh, look at them. I don't believe they're gonna be all manufactured like that. However, um, I was highly disappointed with it. So I'm just kind of like, man, let me just get this because the, the basic figure Swerve Scott actually looks really good. But anyways, these I love how they're still trying to make it. Hey, here's the reason to watch Rampage. It may not get the greatest numbers, but you want to see Keith Lee wrestle. You're mainly going to see him wrestle on Rampage, Ricky Starks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that tag team match will be on Dynamite, believe it or not. Anyways, AEW Dynamite. Red Dragon and Adam Cole defeated Hangman Adam Page and Jurassic Express when Cole pinned, Cole pinned Jungle Boy. So this is going to continue for a little bit longer. Brian Daniel and John Maxley defeated best friends. Yuda Will, Wheeler looked to get some new best friends, and he came in to shake the hand of William Regal, which then William Regal slapped the living hell out of him. Willis shook his up. He just like he, you know what this moment reminded me of? It reminded me of when uh, Benoit and Angle were forced to be tag team partners, and they kept fighting. And Stephanie Man came out, put him in a tag team tournament. She smacked her Angle. Benoit was laughing. So hard, and then he got slapped. He snapped his head back so fast. Stephanie McMahon did not flinch for a second. And I remember Chris Benoit's face. It's the same thing Wheeler did. I, uh, and 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 Wheeler took a step back, but he had, he had this big smile on his face. Then you see Brian Danielson and Moxley just get around him. He says, "Go on, go along before you get yourself in trouble." And all you see is the best friend just kind of look like, "What's going on here?" This is the beginning of what Brian Danielson wanted: is them to mentor the young ones and. I still think we have tag team gold in their future, though, personally. I still think, I still maintain that Darby and Sting have a, a, a minor run with the belts, but, but it'll be a short run, short-lived run. However, I believe these guys will lead by example and have gold, for sure. The JAS Talks, so if you don't know what the JAS is, it's the Jericho Appreciation Society, and they began saying they're sports entertainers, which people did not like. It's funny. I, I don't take wrestling this serious. Like, I, 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 I was for as big of a, of a wrestling fan as I've always been. I've never been one of those fans where it's like, yeah, f them, you know, screw them, you know. I've, I've just never been that guy. However, I can, I, I, I've always appreciated little troll moves like this, and, and then him for for him to have Daniel Garcia say it. <laughs> Who people just have they see the brightest future in? I like it. I know some people are just not um, with anything Chris Jericho does right now. Honestly, I even saw an article on a website. I think it was four one one mania dot com. It said, "What does Jericho bring to AEW?" I think Jericho just brings leadership. I think Jericho brings the opportunity to see people just hey, if you want. I think Cody's doing it. Cody did this too now. I think Jericho just brings it. Hey, here's my experience. It's not just WWE. It's not just um, AEW. It's not just. It's just the whole package of Jericho, which was by an accident. I just said that, but I'm a, but I'm gonna make sure I copyright it in case he tries to steal it, because I know he listens to the show. Anyways, I'm joking. Anyways, I feel like he brings that. Hey, you can do whatever you want to do, and even though I didn't expect 2.0 or I know he renamed 2.0 in this segment. But I, 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 I feel like he he brings what Brian Daniels and John Moxley bring. You know the difference is I think Jericho's known worldwide because he does do stuff like narrate uh, uh, 
dark side of the ring and he does stuff on different channels and people just know him worldwide now he's he's been able to branch out in that way um not he's not trying to be a movie star he's just trying to get as many opportunities that that, uh, that that's presented to him as far as on tv and just him showing like his face and everything like that um so that's that to me that's what he, even more he brings but i'm interested still you know anytime you get a chance to see these young guys get a chance to shine in this overbloated roster uh of it's only two hours you know because i'm not watching dark i'm gonna be real with you i'm not gonna watch dark um i get excited for that so the rub helps anytime hell sting is still giving Dar- darby the rub even though it's definitely a mutual thing on both parts Warlow, like I expected, got screwed out of the TNT Championship. Sean Spears, MJF, lay him out. They're they're clearly not done with this. This is gonna be this is gonna be the match at double or nothing. And he's gonna have to go through. I, 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 they are gonna rehash the same thing to for, with Warlow because that that MJF did with Jericho. MJF did with uh, who else did he do this with? Where where they had to go through the fight? It was with Cody. He's gonna put him through some hoops, but this is the match at double or nothing. This is the match that needed to be. Scorpio Sky shouldn't have a one week title reign, um, so this was expected to, for him to get laid out. The Hardys they defeated Private Party. It, it's funny how you see how Private Party had to slow down for the Hardys, and I'm not knocking this match at all. This was expected, but you see the Hardys giving the rub to the Private Party. I love. What AEW's doing. Yeah, Private Party did not win, but you see the talent they have to where they have to slow themselves down. For a team that used to be the ones that have to slow themselves down, this is clearly the Hardy Boys' last run as a tag team. And I, I truly feel like they're going to get the gold. Who knows whenever? It doesn't matter. But um, this was still a good match to watch and to see the future. Because I do believe now that I do believe once these group, once these younger talents get out of these groups, these factions, they're going to be stars on their own. So that's going to be fun to watch. Thunder Rosa is your new AEW Women's Champion. Her holding that title with the emotion, with Dustin coming out to hug her, her crying. That belt does look good around with her holding it. It looks fantastic. Uh, congratulations to Britt Baker. She had a hell of a run. Um, she's not at the top of the I'm sure there'll be a rematch at some point. But um, this had to end in the steel cage. Of course, it was a bloody affair. Thumbtacks. Britt got thumb, a powerbomb into the thumb, hard into the thumbtacks. Uh, she looked like she, honestly, the Kevin Owens influence was crazy here. How she stacked chairs around chairs, same thing Kevin Owens used to do. If you notice, anytime Kevin Owens sets something up, he's the one going through it. And Britt just like she took a horrible bump on those on those chairs. Um, but man, when Thunder Rosa had that belt, like man, she looks good with that. And I believe she ended up having to. I could get this wrong, but I believe in the process she had to vacate the Rev Pro title because I think she just couldn't keep up with the obligations of the promotion anymore but that AEW title just looks so good with her and i believe she's the fifth champion in history with rio winning uh, nyla rose winning sheeta winning Britt baker now her so she's the fifth AEW women's champion in history um i i i honestly i will like someone asked me hey who's going to be the next five women's champions i'm like i have no fucking idea Chris Statlander just changed her gimmick. She's not an alien anymore. She looks like she's darker. She's aligned herself with Velvet Rose or excuse me, Velvet Sky. No, Velvet Rose. Yeah, no, Red Velvet. Excuse me. And um, she looks like she's just this darker character. She's not with the best friends anymore. Um, she's in all black, still gorgeous as ever. But I don't know what her next gimmick is. I don't know 
what her deal was. If she stayed with it, I, I, I thought it would have been her. I think she's only had like two, three losses in AEW history. Um, and her history in, in the company. I have no clue where they go from here. Um, so I would need to think about that though. So give me a few weeks to think about that, and I'll do my top five of that. But it, she looked good. This match was this match was never gonna live up to the hype of that lights out match. The lights out match was just something that was special. Didn't know what to think about it. This was the first ever still cage women's championship match in history, or first ever still cage match with women in, in general in AEW history. Um, but um, congratulations to Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker. Uh, this is going to be fun to watch her have that belt around her waist and see what she does with it. News and notes. Tony Storm broke the internet <laughs> uh, this past couple days with her OnlyFans launch. And I find it funny how, how I'm like, look here, dude. First of all, I love how people say she left WWE to be an OnlyFans. Why wouldn't you? You're, all that money comes straight to you, one. Two, what do you have against a gorgeous woman she may not be getting naked. She may be getting naked. This was the same thing that Sable did. I get she couldn't wrestle, and Tony Storm can't. I get Tori Wilson couldn't really wrestle very well, and, and Tony Storm can't. But Tori Wilson, China, like all three of these women, sold millions of copies of Playboy, and made. I think. I think. I think Jim Cornette's on record saying that uh, Sable got a million dollars for her deal. Don't know what the other two, but like she got a million dollars to to get naked. And no one complained. Why would you complain now? If she's not, she may not even get naked. I double dog dare her to get naked. But she, she may not even get naked. And you're going to complain about her getting her own bag and money? Who are, who, who are you people? And why do you exist just to be annoying? Shut up. God bless her for doing God's work. Jermaine, excuse me, Jonathan Gresham is in talks with ROH and AEW. This report confused me because I think I did the same thing. Like you sign in one, you sign in both. You're gonna you're gonna appear on both, right? It might be a lower tier pay for ROH, but like it's clear that it's the same thing, right? Or like what am I missing there? Speaking of ROH, it has been officially booked April first. April first, it's officially booked. FTR. The Briscoes, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships are on the line at Super Kyle Honor. So even though the Briscoes may not be appearing on AEW television anytime soon, which I think that's going to change. That's going to change. Because Jay Briscoe came out of the blue this week again before this match was announced to apologize for his 2013 tweets. Out of the blue, he just came out and started apologizing, obviously with the reports and everything. Became out the blue, apologized. All of a sudden, this match is announced for the Ring of Honor World Titles. You don't think they're going to be on AEW television soon? And if the FTR wins, you don't think those belts are going to be... Come on, give me a break. It's the same thing. Anyways, Joe Janela announces that he will not be resigning with AEW. He says he has no problems with the, uh, with the promotion. He just wants to be his own boss. Essentially, I think Matt Cardona is showing people you can make a lot of money on any scene and really live your dream. He's he has like how many belts now? The internet world title. He's having matches with Jordan Grace and all these other crazy. He's he's a crazy man. So good for Jordan Janela. This other bit of news is just 
I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. I should be happy, but I'm not. GCWs have their first ever all-black death match. The first thing that came to my mind was when I seen it, except for the culture. I was like, literally, every match that New Jack was in was all black. Because he would make he would make the screen black out. Legitimately. We've had this before. Like, why are we making this seem like it's the first time we're ever doing this? It was like, alright, I guess. You know? But congratulations to those guys. I guess it's the way to promote things. Um, but, okay. Rush is returning to the ring the end of April. And in some sad bit of news, Mike Shields passes away. He was a former AWA producer and director. Bret Hart's niece passes away, as he announced on his uh, Facebook post. And he is, I'll say this about Bret Hart, this dude has no problem bearing not just strangers he's never met, like Seth Rollins, but his own family. He's done it for years. He said his brother failed her as a father and like he went on and on i read this post i i very rarely read facebook posts because i'm on facebook so i just see like the inscriptions and everything but i read this i was like god damn this dude just people say i'm blunt he's fucking blunt mosh of the headbangers has filed for the headbanger trademark i'm surprised wwe let that go but good for him was the only thing i knew mosh and thrasher for outside of that one gimmick mosh did where he was a woman beater which we don't want to talk about that. Let's not go there. Pat Kenny had a mild stroke. Mac, Pat, for you guys don't know, Pat Kenny's a part of the NWA roster. He had a mild stroke, but he's at home resting currently. Ricardo Rodriguez uh, enters alcohol treatment, so congratulations to him. First step in a sober, healthy life. And finally, I wish I can go to this. As soon as I saw him accept this match, I looked up the date to say, how can I see this match? Where do I need to go, and what do I need to do? Unfortunately, it's on a day where I promised a really good friend of mine, I only have a few, that I would be at his engagement party. But John Moxley has accepted Will Ospreay's challenge to be at Chicago Ride for New Japan April 16th. I'm definitely going to order that, though, on Fight TV, but I want to, to be there live so badly. So, so badly. It won't happen, but whoever gets to go, congratulations. You're going to watch a hell of a match on live, though. My goodness. My schedule's just opened up, so I can do literally whatever I want to and just be around. And my God, it's... Whew. It's kind of sad I'm going to miss that. Anyways, that is your show for today. Remember, this Wednesday, we have Nico returning to talk about the Batman. We also have... Uh, talking about Mr. Marvel trailer. We're talking about Moon Knight trailer. Talking about his Substack. I I need to probably redo that now. I think about it. Damn it. Anyways, that's your show for this week. Enjoy your week, and just have a great rest of the week as we uh, just uh, move forward in positivity. I'm Silicon Chemical. This is I see things a little differently, and we are out.